Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Kumar with a brand new mic. How y'all doing today? <laughs> that is actually his <laughs> best intro yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how do I sound actually? Sounding better. You're sounding better, bro. Yeah, you excellent. excellent. You look less of an IT guy. <laughs> this is the first time you guys the first time you guys can see like my full face. Yeah, yeah but, but, but it's like you're still ready to take a call at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, who do we have on the line now? Umar takes a call. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right, yeah. so let's uh, jump into our geeky news for uh, this week. We've got quite a bit to talk about. Uh, well, depend some more than others. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh, we will discuss first and foremost the DC Fandom Two announcement uh, that came out uh, earlier last week, and essentially they. Well, what did you guys think of uh, their presentation? I'll go first. Meh. <laughs> a heavy exclamation mark meh <laughs> that's it why darcy why one i'm just not hyped for anything dc right now in general and two they didn't like give us anything <laughs> like, like it fandom is coming i'm like uh, yeah but last one didn't really live up very strong with it, what you delivered so what am i gonna be hyped for now that's true. How about you, Tax? Well, tax. I don't know. I've never called you that, but I was trying something. Sorry. How about you, T? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't care. Well, also, like, all they did was give us Superman music, like John Williams' uh, score on from like nineteen eighty nine, nineteen seventy eight uh, Superman, and a bunch of titles. Not even like movie titles, just like words on a screen. <clears throat> Yeah. I'm, In I'm, recent news, I did I did hear though they are planning on going ahead with the uh Black Superman. Yeah. Yeah, so, I heard so that too. They're seeking um, a, a director and writer. Why, why the delay, guys? Jeez. No, director and actor. <laughs> yeah, well, no. That's why I'm like I'm I don't plan to do that much. <laughs> like they don't have a director, they don't have an actor. It's like mm. okay. You know, the one thing I'll say though that I'm uh excited for that is and only because I was watching John Campion and he gave me this idea. But, like, it is always good when you get a new way of telling a story. And I mm. f- feel like if they take, I'm not saying from a, from a story, take from a story perspective, but just the mm. element that, like, I always forget, but that one where basically Superman was Zod's child and landed in Mexico and looked kind of Mexican. Mm. Yeah. Um, gods and, and how, monsters. Yeah, gods and monsters. And how that changes the dynamic of who he becomes. Right. I hope that they, that, that, you know, if they're taking the black character, that they really explore that aspect that he's like, he's not really a black person. He's in terms of the fact he's an alien from a different planet. He's not of a black race, but he looks that way. So his experience ends up becoming that. So, I, you know, I hope if they go down that road that they they explore, because if they don't, it's going to be some old bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now, OK, but it, it but in saying that, do you want it to be a different interpretation of Clark Kent? Or do you want it to be a completely different character, but just still donning the the persona of Superman? So 
from my understanding, there is actually um, this character actually exists in comics, and his name is Calvin mm-hmm. Harris. And yeah. so I mm-hmm. would want them to take from the the comics because if they just invent something, I'm sure they'll screw it up wildly. So you need some mm-hmm. source material to to, to work from. Um, but obviously, like take that and then write a story that makes sense today um i just want i just want to see the perspective of like what if superman was black in the world that we live in but will they do that or will they popcorn right over it and just like you know hint like someone says something kind of racist like oh racism exists but you know and then he just does some kind of like stupid like superman like you know but don't be racist and then it's over and you're like that if they do something stupid like that then i'll be like yeah that b will never ever recover in my opinion <laughs> that's also because it'll like, be so go on d no i was just gonna say it'll be interesting to see a depiction of superman as an african-american and how he's treated in comparison to the caucasian version like is he going to be as well received as clark kent was as superman like are they going to play up to that trope in terms of like oh like are we are we now worshiping like a black superhero kind of thing like are they going to get that edgy and take it all the way there like that or he's more like a vigilante yeah yeah yeah, exactly because like uh, what i was going to say was dc has what we've seen so far in, in terms of dc's uh depth is not great mm-hmm. like zack snyder has none uh and and arguably he brings the most <laughs> which is a sad thing to say uh but nonetheless like if if by some twist of fate dc decides to redo everything and uh you know get some actual proper writers in there and they do like falcon and winter soldier level shit with this i mean they could i would be very impressed with this but they, they could take it to the fact that like showing that a black man and basically how black people have had to deal with a great deal more forbearance than any white individual has to hit aka how they're able to like actually handle years of oppression and still be like as good as they are the superman can actually be shown as more uh we're kind of like the steve rogers like you're like oh the little guy who like we all believe in but this is like the superman that we all want to follow and we can actually believe that he's someone we can follow as opposed to some dude from the farm yeah Hmm. i also know that he's going to back to tactics question too is also that in the comics he's the president of the united states Mm -hmm. so i don't know how that trajectory happens but that's an interesting um thing i don't know if they'll play that or not but there's one thing that i think that could be really well written in this and you can have a lot of interesting perspective is his if they don't make him a president, like it's a very origin story, which I what I would expect. So well before he becomes that, if they want to take it there, is the dynamic between his alter ego and being the superhero. Even if he is like a vigilante, he'll still be seen as a powerful individual. Then when he's like a regular person, the dynamic of how different those experiences be, because like Clark Kent is not like looked down on other than the fact he's yeah. like nerdy and like, you know, he makes himself like lesser um but you know his troubles are more of his own creation in that scenario whereas this calvin harris character is going to deal with a whole bunch of stuff that the clark Kent character never dealt with and then he gets to be a superhero and maybe looked at completely the opposite so that could be an interesting dichotomy they could write into if they're smart another uh, interesting piece well it currently is a rumor 
But uh, for the upcoming Static Shock movie, a possible rumor for casting is uh, Caleb McLaughlin uh, yeah. from Stranger, like the the kid from Stranger Things. What do you guys think of that for Static Shock? Yeah, I'm down. Sold. T? I don't. I don't see it yet. Not yet. He is young. Mm-hmm. I will give him that. He is pretty young. I well, feel actually, like they're, they're growing up quite a bit because I think we were thinking of them in the beginning of Stranger Things, but yeah. as like the mo- the times progress, they're growing fast because they're in the pubescent era of their life, right? So like you'll be like see them in a movie one, you're like, I don't see it. And then you see them next year, you're like, oh that motherfucker's big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could go. No, it's, it's it's not so much it's not so much the age, it's more the, the uh, I haven't seen them in it enough to really decide. Yeah, to be there, yeah, like to get a like to be convinced that he can pull it off. I, I'm not doubting his skills. I like from what I've seen in um in Stranger Things, and like he, I, I saw him in the the new edition um uh, biopic or whatever. But um yeah, like I mean, he's he's a good actor. I just don't know based off of like I'm comparing it from like the cartoon, the old cartoon, not even like in um Young Justice. Um, I don't yet see him fit in the bill for that role yet but i'm open to i'm open to it like okay. from what i've seen then you know like yeah i think uh, he'll visually me. sorry go on no go on go on i i think he'll visually look the part i think we've seen good acting chops in stranger things i haven't seen the biopic but i also struggle with biopics because i usually feel like the acting is the, in a direction you know usually end up suffering and so i don't usually get they're very hit or miss yeah yeah they're very hit or miss and like because you're trying to emulate a person to a t and they usually don't put enough budget in for the that the training of that but they, 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 they fail so i just i i feel like and it depends on how they write it too like the tone of it because as much as we'll compare it to the show they might change the tone a bit like they need to keep the core of it but the tone might change a bit and he might even suit it more appropriately in terms of his like style of acting because of the tone shifts i have a question for both of you um i uh based off the um films that feature uh you know, African Americans or people of color. <laughs> Who would you get to write or direct uh, a Static Shock film? Mm. <clears throat> I, I I don't know. I think this is kind of uh, and this is kind of harsh to say. It's it's kind of beneath his his status or his pay grade right now given like the body of work that he has now but mm. i think ryan coogler could do a really good job at this with the right like if he was to write it obviously because within the show it was very um it was very progressive for for the era that static shock was released or for the time that uh static shock was released and it, it dealt with gang war and um to Darcy's point, uh, I think two weeks ago when they talked about um, the discovery of Richie's dad, um, Static Shock's best friend, um, being a racist. Like that was another really big, impactful episode. And I think <clears throat> if you kind of take it in that direction in terms of the tonality of the film and you speak on a lot of current events that are happening right now with the the whole woke movement black lives matter things of that nature yeah. um i think you could really get a really impactful message out of this uh, out of a movie like this and i think uh for someone like ryan coogler he could tackle a lot of these issues within 
the story of Static Shock and make it more than just a superhero film, just like Black Panther was more than just a superhero film, right? But, so but why would this be beneath him? Didn't he do Black Panther? No, no, he did. But I, I'm just saying that for like a new property like this, where it's like nobody really knows about Static Shock other than like it, it, it's got a small like margin of like of of fans, right? So it's not a it's not a very popular. Um, uh, property, right? Or franchise, right? So, gotcha. um, yeah, so I don't know. Darcy? I don't know if he'd be willing to do it. I th- I think, honestly, he would be willing to do it because I don't feel like him and him and Michael B. Jordan because they, 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 they run in the circle together, but like, and mm-hmm. they have a production company together. I feel like they would be more caring about ushering the character in properly and telling the story than they would about whether the financial success and they i feel like they know the financial success would come from it they would like put the work out it would blow up and then they would be like yeah we're gonna bank anyways we'll make this into a character but i was gonna say the same person um but you know i I want i was like and i feel like part of it is uh also a negative that i want to say the same person because there's not enough well-known black like writers out there so i was like i want to throw another person out here that i think could be really interesting but i wouldn't say over ryan coogler but i i kind of feel like spike lee i was thinking because i'm like thinking like he had like recently watching like the black Klansman, like i'm like i'm like yeah like he just he still has that 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 ability to do to have like a really like fun tone and he wouldn't shy away from the messaging that needs to come through because it's what he's all about um i i would honestly you know i i even want to say this i would love to see the two of them pair in some kind of way like one is the writer and one is like another like oversighting person whoever that makes more sense um because i feel like there's there's something in this character that black panther is like this otherworldly larger than life thing but this one is more grounded right more like like this isn't a fictional world in the sense of like everything about it it's like no, this is a fictional individual in the real world setting. Yeah, yeah, and and, and most of the, his character is real. It's just the power is the fake aspect to it. Yeah. And so I, I would love to see some kind of combination there. I think that could be amazing. Cool. I've got um, another one. I got <laughs> one more. Is. I and this is a little bit unorthodox, but I I would actually like to see Donald Glover take a stab oh. at it. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, based, yeah. based on um Atlanta, Atlanta? I, yeah. I, I I would love to see some elements of that in in a static shock film. Actually, I think he would be the perfect person to write static shock. Yeah. Yeah, he mixed with he, his humor he, and everything. Because he can write comedy because he started there. Yeah. He can he can write yeah. drama, he can <clears throat> mix all that together. He's yeah. And he Woo. can he, he can capture yeah. the voice of the youth. Yeah. 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 That no, oh, that's, that, that that I think that's perfect, actually. Yeah, that, that that is actually like a, probably a, a stronger cross between the two. But yeah, yeah. Oh man, nice one. All right. Uh, so moving on to uh, the big uh, geeky news that happened uh, this past week is the Marvel Phase Four trailer that came out. Everyone like YouTube apparently decided to call it the Eternals trailer, even though it was like what like seven seconds. But nonetheless, Phase Four. I gotta say, I was really excited. I like uh, watching that trailer. Like the first half was just like recapping everything we've seen, and with Stan Lee's voiceover. And 
I got a little misty. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But um, then they showed, uh, you know, uh, some some scenes from Eternals and a few other uh, upcoming films. But also they gave us a shit ton of release dates. Like we saw Black Widow. We saw Eternals and Ant-Man. And Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, no. <clears throat> yep. They, yeah. they announced Ant Man and then Fantastic Oh no, no, no. I, I meant in terms of like footage. We saw like uh, oh uh, footage, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Wid- Black Widow footage and Eternals footage, and then we just saw like nonstop uh, titles. So, what did you guys think of that? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Umar, it was Cheng Chi that the other footage. Cheng Chi, thank you. I knew. Thank I, you. I, I just came I to me. There like, was a third one. I couldn't. I couldn't remember what yeah. it was. Yeah, Tactus, why don't you dig this one first? Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> it was sentimental. I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I got a little misty eye too there, Umar. Um, I was confused as fuck because I was like, "This is not uh, Eternal trailer. What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, "What?" So like, I actually clicked off the first time, like midway through, because I was like, "This is not what I signed up for." I'll, it's nice, but I'm like, "I want to see the Eternal trailer. I'll get to this sentimental shit after." And then I realized it was just the same thing, right? So. Um, yeah, I watched, uh, I, I, I mean, it's hard to really give a review of this cause it didn't really show you much. Like you said, it was only seven seconds of like, you know, of clips I have no context for what the Eternals is about. Um, oh. I, I'm not familiar with the characters at all. I, yeah, I, I don't know anything about the Eternals at all. I know oh, okay, nothing. Okay. Okay? <laughs> never mind, so, so yeah, so this, like this, this trailer for me went right over my head like it was great to finally see the announcements of like all the films that are coming out but uh other than that that title for black panther Mm -hmm. yeah very nice touch very nice i'm still kind of confused i'm not confused but i'm like how like i know they're gonna pull it off but i'm like how how though i think they're purposely so curious yeah because they're saying that ryan coogler yeah like they're saying like ryan coogler has been like uh, fixing things up to make it like uh, make sure that Chadwick Boseman, aka T'Challa, is really like his presence is very filtering the film. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. How about you? Yeah. How about you, Dars? Um. So first off, I was so confused at first. I thought there was a fan made video, and I was being like, 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 <laughs> like. I'm like, gonna give you one. You, you know, like when you when, on YouTube, they'll be like. You know, Rickroll. months months before, it's like here's the trailer, and then you open it up, and then it's just like old footage. Oh. I was like, so I thought I, I was so confused. I wasn't even actually, to be honest, enjoying the first half because I was like, what the hell? Who who like wh- is it? Why is this on the Marvel page? It doesn't make no sense. Why 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 is it say like this? But then it's like someone just copped together a bunch of clips. So that threw me off. To be honest with you, like. I need more to to be excited for for the Eternals right now. I don't know anything about them. The clip seemed aight, but there's something about it looked like older Marvel like cinematography and it looked kind of like, I don't want to say Marvel slash Lost in the very first scene when I saw them and I was just kind of like, huh? So I don't know, like I just wasn't hyped for for the Eternals, but I also like was like, I'll leave my feelings for later because I don't know anything right now and it's like a quick seven seconds and like there's nothing here to hype me and I don't know anything so it's just like a bunch of well-lit superheroes running around and that's all I could kind of feel from it um I don't know this overall one was just like it was cool but I didn't really get pulled into this video very much 
Okay, I I was pretty I was pretty hyped, but then again, like I do have a little bit more background with them. I was I loved finding out about Black Panther's title and also finding out Mar like it's not Captain Marvel two. It's called the Marvels, aka Kamal Khan is going to be in the second Captain Marvel movie. Dope. I actually need to pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, I think the Black Panther thing was the only thing in there that I, I had a I, like an emotional moment. But I could have had emotional for the first part if I just wasn't confused and thought that I was being like, like tricked with like somebody copying the other stuff on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, for me, I, I, I had to watch it a second time to get to get the feels because I was just like you, Darcy. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> is someone trolling?" And Umar was the one who put it in the chat, so I was like, "Why did you post this?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was getting uh, ready to cuss you out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I gotta say, like I, when I when I clicked on it, I was just like, "Are they doing a recap?" Because I was like, "Oh, since this is not," I originally thought they were showing yeah. that they've been there the whole time, and that oh. they were going to show them throughout the, the the phase one to three, and then I'm like, "Oh, this is just a memorial? Is this a recap?" And then it was like, oh, because a recap. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. They and should not have clickbaited that title. That's all I'm saying. They should have. They should come up with a better freaking title. They could have said like Eternals, blah blah blah. But the first words can't be Eternals official trailer. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that was bad. It's not about them at all. The first minute and a half is not about the movie. <laughs> and the thing is, you don't even think you don't even need to clickbait us. We're gonna watch it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get the views. Like yeah. you, you have your audience. You yeah. don't need to mess with us. Yeah, but, you can make this title "Upcoming Marvel Films" like as boring as possible. Be like, click, <laughs> or just Phase Four. Just say Phase Four, yeah. and people will people read it yeah. or watch Two it. Words. Yeah. Two words. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like uh, nonetheless, I'm I'm super excited for Eternals. Uh, seeing the stuff that I saw, it's it's hella dope for me. Uh, it's possibly going to be the most woke uh, movie that Marvel ever made, uh, and that's saying something because like. The director just won an Oscar for No Man's Land, and uh, like they have the most diverse cast and brown represent. Um, I'm just I finally got some brown represent in a movie. Just let me have this. Um, yeah, just say it cool. Got ripped, time. bro. <laughs> she got shredded. Yo, that dude is jacked, bro. He might be on the juice, but he's jacked. <laughs> his wife. I remember watching like uh, like they were doing him and his wife were doing like an interview together, and he he went like this, uh, like that, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm still not used to your muscles." And she's like, "Hey, look at you right now." <laughs> oh, but yeah, so like I, I'm super stoked. I was really I loved every second of it, and I rewatched it three times just you know just to. Re maintain the first uh the first time experience but mm -hmm. moving on to uh our big thing well we, we have two big uh topics today so we might as well go to the first one mortal Kombat recently mm -hmm. dropped and viewers and listeners have heard our uh <laughs> our reactions to the trailers and you know that uh, two out of three of us were very, very excited for this film, while one just was being a hater. Now that the movie has dropped... <laughs> yeah, rub it in, bro. It. <laughs> <laughs> that that big-ass smile, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't even come over there yeah. and shove that microphone down. Yo, he, he's, been, he's been waiting for this moment, bro. He's Yo. been waiting. <laughs> Yo, I'm going I'm to I'm do a finishing move on you, bro. Like, <laughs> so, <clears throat> tactics, how about you start us off? What were your thoughts on Mortal Kombat, the new movie? 
fuck. Okay. Um, so I know I originally rated this when you guys asked me, I gave it a 6.5. Uh, since then, <laughs> my my rating has dropped significantly um, because I, I had the I had the movie started to marinate with me a little bit more, and I was like, when I initially watched it, I was like, okay, I love it for the fan service, and we get a lot of fan service um, without the substance, unfortunately. <laughs> right? I, I I actually found the original first movie, not Annihilation, because Annihilation is an abomination. Yeah, but the agreed. first movie, agreed. The Annihilation first movie, film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first movie actually had way better character development, way better a way better storyline. It still had the same amount of cheese, but it was it just it was a more cohesive film in comparison to this. A lot of shit just randomly happens. <laughs> And it's very convenient, and it's like, I, like I don't even know where to begin with this review. But I actually ended up watching um, uh, Scorpion's Revenge. Um, uh, I think Darcy was talking yeah. about it. And oh, so yeah. I, yeah. I, I, anyway. I had passed on it originally, but after watching this Mortal Kombat, I was like, okay, I, I need to at least check this one out and see like the comparisons. And it's so much more – it's so much better than – the live action movie that we just got and way more violent. Like they were like, like the, the trailer of the, the live action movie makes it seem like it's going to be excessively gory. I was expecting like video game fatalities and shit. And the most memorable one that I can still think of is the one with Kung Lao, how he like severs that girl in half. That, yeah. that was like the most brutal one. And the Jack's getting his arms ripped off but even then we saw that in the trailer right so i was yeah. i was hoping that they were going to give us more of that and i can't really remember any other scenes that were really like that took it to that level right so i was a little bit disappointed in that um like again a lot of random shit happens like sonya sonya blade it like just suddenly got her akana after killing uh um kano and then automatically knew how to do it and was ready for the fight instantly. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? And then on top of that, this whole Akana thing is like bullshit. Cause it's like, you mean to tell me that like a rant, like a senile old man could could kill, accidentally like hit someone with their car, kill the person, and then now the fate of the world rests on this old man's shoulders? <laughs> like it doesn't make any it I assume, make any sense. I assume it had to be done through Mortal Kombat, but like I am just putting that there. Like there was no wait, explanation. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I didn't get that. I was just like, wait, so any random person could just take a life and that because that's how Kano got his. He just uh, he just killed the guy and then I was like, Oh, okay, I guess I'm the fate of the world rests on my shoulders now. I'm gonna be fighting for the good of the earth and shit. And I'm like, wait, what? How the fuck does that work? And then yeah, there's just a lot of and then um I hated how uh, uh Jax got his fucking arcana. Like, that shit was just it fucking... Didn't, it didn't make any sense. That was whack as shit to me. I was like, okay, so they're probably gonna, like, add, like, mechanical... Sh they're, they're, like, still in the process of building his arms, and then that's, like, you know... But all of a sudden, he's trying to lift the boulder, and then I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? I just see him, like, transforming and shit. It's like... I'm like, wait, what? And then all of a sudden, he's got these big Jax arms, and I'm like... At that point, I checked out. I was like, okay, I'm done with this fucking movie, man. <laughs> like, so, What's yeah, your I could go on and on. Uh, I'm going to have to give this, like, 5.5, man. Like, I, I like it for the, like, the costume design was really dope. Um, 
that some of the act like the so the the scorpion and the uh sub-zero shit saved the movie for me but there wasn't enough of it we didn't even get scorpion until the very end so i i i wish they actually did it like they did it in um in scorpion's revenge and just kind of they already had the template there just just use that and like make that a movie like we didn't need all this like and it's not there, there was not there's not even a Mortal Kombat. There's no Mortal Kombat. This is like a prequel. And it's like, Yo. what the fuck? Bro, you're taking my point. You're taking my point. I'm just like, wait, what is going on? And I'm like, the movie's over? Like, what? what why Where's the tournament? Kombat? Yeah. There's no tournament. And Shang Tsung was fucking whack as shit. Like, he did nothing. Like, I'm sorry, Darcy. Go ahead, man. Like, I'm I'm fucking done. So, so you stole my my, my main point. So uh, I was gonna say the same thing too. Yeah, um, yeah. So let me let me start with the good stuff. Let me back. Let me backtrack. I enjoyed the fan service, and for the most part, I was like, because I was going into this going like, I'm not expecting a great story. I just I want to see all the moments, right? So I was enjoying all the moments. But the thing that really pissed me off was like, I'm like, okay, this stuff is whack. This stuff doesn't make any sense. But I'm I'm ignore that. I'm just here. For, I'm just here for. I'm here for the fun, right? I'm like, I'm here for like you know, Fast and the Furious. But obviously, that's what <laughs> far better written. But <laughs> but, but yeah, that, and that's saying something, yo. Yeah, <laughs> I will agree with that. No, I will agree with that. Fast and Furious is not. It's it's written correctly. It's just not trying to be a smart story. It's trying to be like point A to point B. Just make sure it makes sense to get there, right? I mean, they're cars. Mortal like, Kombat makes Fast and the Furious <laughs> look like Shakespeare, bro. Like that's how <laughs> bad it is. <laughs> so here's the thing for me. The thing that pissed me off the most was the fact there was no tournament. I'm like. The fact I, I I was left with blue balls at the very end of the movie. I was like, <laughs> okay, we got to the sub zero zero fight, and I'm like, and the one one fight that really pissed me off was the like obviously all the fight editing, shaky cam shit, stupid. But the one thing that pissed me off was when when they finally like grouped together, and of course what was it Jax who was like the leader or whatever? Or no, no, it wasn't Jax. It was Jax should have been the leader, is what my thought was. Uh, when when they were come up with a plan, it was what's his name, the new guy. Oh. I'm like all this movie. He's proven that he's not ready to to like lead himself, <laughs> let alone other people. And Jax is the most likely person to lead people because he's been a fucking leader in 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 the military. And then you're like, this guy's like, I have a plan. And you're like, the fuck? You barely were you you were leaving two minutes ago. <laughs> like, but anyways, so they go to have those all those those fights. It pissed me off that they were showing them simultaneously because I should have saw one fight, then another fight, then another fight because it's a fucking tournament movie. And then we, and then I'm like, all that's done in Sub Zero's done. I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm, and I don't know what time is like on the movie. I'm not checking. And I'm sitting there like, okay, now they're going to go to like Netherworld and now we're going to have like a, a tournament, right? And the movie's done. And I'm like, they're like, what are we going to do? Oh, we'll find new fighters. I'm like, why? You're right fucking here. <laughs> like, just go to fight. <laughs> so, all right. Things things that I liked. Um, uh, um, the, what the oh, fuck, what were you saying? The, um, what's his name? Lao Kang. I, I'm horrible with names. Lu Kang? Oh, Lu Kang? Lu Kang. See, every, every fucking episode, I'll tell you, I'm horrible with names. So, Lu Kang, his, his, his uh, fatality was awesome. Um. Uh, yeah, that that's best provision. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I I enjoyed like the 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 Sub Zero Scorpion stuff. I enjoyed the 
I really enjoyed it up like when Jack's got his arms broken off because at this point I was really into the movie like I was like there's a lot of hype and suspense as to where this was going to go but yeah then once they got to Raiden's temple whatever that thing was um that's when it was it started feeling like like shit like it just wasn't wasn't kind of coming together Raiden was worse than the white guy <laughs> like he was so much worse like fucking the, useless yeah, he was useless he was angry and he was like the acting was just it made no sense nobody yeah it was that was just but the costumes were great um <laughs> even though ironically with all of that being said i'm still down for a second <laughs> no, yeah agreed agreed i actually am too <laughs> like i'm like but you know what would have been made the perfect movie this would made the perfect movie if they literally just went and said like we're new we're new writers we're new directors let's not fuck this up okay so here's the plan we're gonna take the scorpion's revenge plot where scorpion and sub-zero have that because they they essentially steal that plot right and we'll take the original movie and we'll just basically take the original story but just upgrade everything to make more sense like the stuff that's, that doesn't make sense in that movie upgrade all the visuals you know make new sets and stuff like that but just basically take the same story and then just intertwine the very beginning movie opens up with the sub-zero scorpion thing and that's a big thing near the end of like a big fight near the end of the tournament and we'll just have these two guys like always trying to fight throughout the film but they always get interrupted by raiden or somebody else and that it doesn't it doesn't happen until the tournament like the, an actual tournament fight just take the first movie upgrade it and just put this like new subplot in there and then bam that would have been a perfect film <laughs> like and i don't think they would need to be in the film at all like you could have just made luke kang that character yeah. and then just created exposition around him like they just yeah. wasted that whole arc on a random character that has no purpose in in mortal kombat at all it, it was a good idea, but it failed. I didn't mind the the um, tattoo that people were born with or the, the birthmark. I don't like what they did with it, but I wouldn't mind just a simple concept like people had this tattoo and they were chosen. Um, and that kind of what brought them together. But for like no other reason but that. I don't like the, how they got their arcana. That stuff's bullshit. Um, but yeah, I just... What would you yeah. rate it out of 10? I'd still leave it as a six out of ten because I still enjoyed a bunch of moments. Um, but again, like I, like I kind of went into expecting some some bullshit. So and I thought I ahead. thought Cole was going to transform into Scorpion. That would have been dope to me. And then him and Scor and him and Sub Zero would have would have ended up fighting. Mm. Not that motherfucker just became like his superpower was a punching bag. <laughs> Yeah, like his superpower was um, cultural appropriation from Black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> and they did, yo, and they did Goro dirty again, bro. Uh, all right, so here's my take on it. Uh, I told you so. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> that is where you need to leave it. <laughs> I will say that, like when I when I sat down and I started watching the movie, and like the first scene happens. I was like, holy shit, I was so wrong. This this is actually pretty good, guys. Like, this is pretty good. And I was like, this is seven minutes in. I, I totally fucked up. And then the rest of the movie happened. And I was like, <laughs> well, it's good to know that I'm not totally off my game. Uh, I will say, I will say this. 
unlike with um like suicide squad or um uh or like uh fantastic uh, the, the the last fantastic four movie this wasn't a nosedive film it didn't just keep getting worse it like it was really awesome dipped and then stayed consistent yeah. And uh, so I will. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'll give it credit for not getting worse as the film went on. Um, in terms of uh, that's about all I can really give it. Uh, I would say the only oh, the only time I laughed in that entire film was when uh, like I didn't find Kano to be in any way funny, except for when Liu Kang touched him on the shoulder and only and he was like the fuck. That was the only thing that made me laugh, just because it was. I felt that it was just an ad libbed moment. Like he just like got grabbed and he was like, "Who the fuck's touching me?" Anyway, that's all I could say. I enjoyed the ending fight scene. Even disappointed me because, like, as much as you, we all were joking. Well, I was making fun of it, and you guys were like, "Don't even make fun of it." It disappointed because it it didn't really go to the lengths of the first scene. And I was like, come on, you you set it up. Why can't you end it off on the same front? Like, I would have been happy with a beginning and ending that was equal and everything else in the middle just sucked. But whatever. You, so know, you me, know, one thing about the ending scene, though, before you go on, they 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 Batman versus Superman trailer that shit. They gave us, yeah. They, they like, yeah, there were other cool moments, but they shouldn't have given it anything. They should have, yeah. they should maybe give us a flash of the showing of the two of them and like maybe like, you see, like one extends an arm, and he goes to black and says, "Get over here," and then doesn't show you nothing else, right? I completely agree. Um, I, I like, yeah, I don't know. I, I completely agree. Uh, for me, like, I see no point in like. I can't believe they're making a trilogy out of this, but like, I guess that's why the tournament wasn't in this movie. But then, don't call it Mortal Kombat. Call it pre-combat or something like that. Like. Just... <laughs> <laughs> pre you know what that's like <laughs> pre combat <laughs> can you imagine the fan outrage just pre combat everyone be like I, I don't have to watch this movie clearly anyway for me personally I would like I think I'm being generous but I gave it a 4 out of 10 I'm not surprised for, for, for that from, from, from yourself and I, I'll, I'll accept it I do um, find it interesting that it's like 6, 5 and 4 <laughs> True, true. You know, one thing though that I, I'm, I'm hopeful here, they made money. People are obviously hyped. And I feel like there's going to be enough people out there to recognize that there's problems. That my hope is that they just give these guys some training, you know, like better than the, what the characters got in the film. And uh, we, we, we get an upgrade to the writing. Because honestly, a lot of it is writing. And it also feels like they wasted a good amount of their budget on the on the first seven minutes. And the rest of the film just kind of got a, like, <laughs> a downgrade from that point. So Truth. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, moving on to uh, something I've been looking forward to talking about for a while. Uh, the We've been talking about, and uh, all listeners and viewers uh, have been knowing, we have been loving the season of Invincible. Hell yeah. uh, we, we were like, from, well, I would say Tactics was the last to join the, the bandwagon, but that took what, like the second or third episode? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So we, the, our last podcast, we were talking about how much we were loving episode seven. And suffice it to say, I was going into the season finale with a great deal of high expectations. I cannot believe I'm going to say this, but Invincible actually not only met those expectations, but took it to the a whole nother level. 
So I just got to ask, what did you guys think? Darcy, let's start with you. Yo, this this episode was as equally, and I'm stealing words because I've watched like way too many reaction videos now. <laughs> but this this episode was is equally as sensational as it was disturbing, and it is like, first off, the like promo for season two that they had at the end would have been like. Oh my god. But there was so much oh my god throughout this episode that that stuff felt like I don't even give a shit. <laughs> like there was the, if you had a quarter of the oh my god moments in this episode, we would still be talking about it to this length. But there was so much. Like one Nolan is like the one of the worst villains I've ever seen. And Two, the stuff that he put his son through. Like, just that train scene, motherfucker. That train scene. Fuck. Like, everything. Like, he, 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 kill, he kills uh, a soldier. Oh, my God. That's just, that, that's horrible. Right? Oh, he punches his son through, like, the, the fucking planet to into Chicago. So, the, in, and takes out, like, a, a thousand people, whatever. And then he just, like, willingly does that train scene where he holds his son's head and forces him to watch people die around him. You're like, holy shit. It is, and, it, and it's it's weird how it's like, it's so sensational. Like you're like so excited by how amazing the storytelling and the action is. But at the same time, it is so disturbing that a cartoon is actually, I want to say this cartoon level disturbing was like the first time you saw saving private ryan and they hit that beach and we'd never seen a movie show us something so visceral and real that you're like oh like it it, like it gave you nightmares this is like almost at that level where it's just like yo you feel bad for cartoons like you never (laughs) felt bad for cartoons in your life (laughs) i'm gonna stop there because i i I could say too much tactics I absolutely love this show, man. I know it was a slow <clears throat> a slow burn for the first episode for me, but after the second episode, like you said, Umar, I was fucking hooked. And like we were talking about on uh, on the last podcast regarding um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, how it was like the, the last episode, it, it was good, but it was like, like it, it, it didn't continue to go up. It, in momentum, it kind of was like it, it. It gave us a good like the, the second last episode was like here, and then it kind of just leveled off, and it was like it was good, it was satisfying, right? Yeah. This I agree with you, Umar. Where it was like you're like you're going up, and you're thinking, okay, you know, like I like I feel like we're we're at the peak, and it's just like no, 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 like this is only the beginning. Like we're we're not even at the top yet of this roller coaster ride, and so. I was blown away. It was, it, and I agree with uh, with Darcy. It's very, very visceral, very disturbing. I was at the edge of my seat because I was like literally like just chilling, watching, like eating. And then as soon as the episode, like we're like five minutes in, and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, shit's <laughs> getting real. And then yeah, the train scene by far was like the most grotesque and and visceral uh, scene that we saw in that episode. But for me, what did it? was when he gets punched back into the city and then that building is collapsing yeah. and he goes to like to save to save the lady and the kid 
and he can't hold it anymore, and the bu the building collapses on him, and you see him, and you see the 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 hand, and like, what's the common trope? It's like, oh, the person is okay. He pulls him out of the rubble, and everything is fine. Nope, pulls it out, and it's just the hand, no body, and then the yeah. kid is nowhere to be found. Like she, like, it's implied that the kid is dead, and you're just oh, like, yeah. wow, they went there, like, because cartoons, like, let alone TV shows, don't normally do that where they kill off like young characters, right? So like they're not pulling any punches with this show, and I and that's what I like because I'm like I don't know what to expect with this show going in anymore. Like anything could happen, and like I wouldn't be surprised like at all. So exactly. I so love the this direction. Is a, what you just said right there is essentially what everyone who ever watched Game of Thrones for the first like five seasons that's what <laughs> that was their experience. So like you're getting it from a cartoon, but it's like yeah, completely legitimate. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still not watching Game of Thrones, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> after the last two seasons in that show, yeah, I, yeah. no one's going. No one wants to it. watch that show anymore yeah. because of the last two seasons. But like, no, continue on tactics. But yeah, this show is fucking amazing. It's right up there with the uh, with the boys. I I love it. I, I I can't speak highly enough about this show and the way uh, Darcy alluded to, to this uh, earlier too when he was uh, giving his review. But the way that they actually set up season two is so unique because normally you would expect like a like a, a separate trailer to show what's to come. But the fact that he's talking to the the, the Cyclops looking dude um, on the moon. Yeah, and they're talking um, about okay. Well, what are you gonna what? Yeah, what are you gonna do now? And then it shows flashbacks of all the villains that are to come in the second season, and then it cuts back to Mark, and he's just like, hmm, "High school." I love that. It's <laughs> such a it's such a like small detail, but it's just like, oh man, the, the way that they they do they execute certain things is so creative. E even with the the title card, where it's like every like like what Darcy was saying last week, where it's like every. Um, Every time someone's about to say his name, you see the invincible logo there, right? And, and then I didn't know. Bloodier. Yeah, I like I I was I didn't realize that at the time until I was watching some of the reviews. And then like you you see at the end, I had to go back and be like, oh yeah, shit, it is getting bloodier as as we go along. And then um, the other scene that really caught me off guard and was like, fuck, where. Um, Nolan's just reaming into Mark and bashing his face in. You see, like the like his teeth getting knocked out and shit, and his he's just like unrecognizable. Opens up for crying bro. out loud. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, bro. I was like, at the, I'm like, yo, what's going? Yo, is are they gonna kill off Invincible? Because it looks pretty damn close. Like, yeah, and, yeah. Man, I don't know, man. I could go off. Like, I'm, I'm done. Did I'm you catch? Did you there, catch? But... Did you catch the detail that because like, from the flashback? to when he when he sees his face split open like it's the exact same pose like his son is like looking mm -hmm. at him and yeah. he's like yeah. flashes to like seeing with, him now with the same teeth missing oh i yeah. know yeah so such good detail man for me i will say like i will start with the things i didn't like about this episode at times when they were focusing on the crowds that were getting mowed down i wasn't a fan of the cgi that they were using and that's it that is the only thing i didn't like and i only noticed that the third time i watched this episode because <laughs> i wasn't even paying attention the first two times in terms of like i will say that when i watched batman the animated series growing up i was like this is the best show i ever watched best cartoon i ever watched and that pretty much held true uh, Superman, Justice League never reached that level. Young Justice was like, you know what? 
I'm a contender. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll respect, I respect you, but you're not doing anything that Batman hasn't already done. You're just doing it like a new age style. So like, mm-hmm. I respect you. You, you definitely a contender, but like you sit down, chill, to chill the fuck out. And then invincible comes out and then it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And pushes both of them out of the way. It's like, hi, give me the Emmy. I'm talking voice acting. These actors, these are top level actors. Yeah. And they're not phoning anything <laughs> in. They are killing it. And yes. I'm just like, this is their voices. The cartoons are trying to emote their face, their voices. And they're doing a good job at that. Mm-hmm. And then you hear and feel the punches. Oof. Like, when Nolan headbutted him into the into the subway station, the headbutt was the thing that made me go, "Oh!" And then yeah. the people, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Another thing is that Nolan, I actually hated and also pitied in this episode. Like, I'm like, "You're they're really making they're doing a fantastic job of making you hate him." Yep. But at the same time, you're seeing he doesn't kind of want to do it. He's doing it because he feels he has no other choice. Mostly because he ruined his <laughs> family life. So now he's just a Viltrumite. And so he's like, yo, son, get on page. And then he's just being a Viltrumite, but he's doing it to escape the pain of losing his family. And mm-hmm. it's sad. And the more and more he's acting like an abusive father, the more and more he's hating himself for it. And it's just like, this is all coming from a cartoon. And the fact, like, I have no disrespect to anyone who liked Man of Steel, 100%. But one of the things that bothered me about Man of Steel is, like, they destroyed an entire city and Superman helped in that destruction. And everyone was like, yo, man, like, whatever, it's cool, fight scene. I'm like, yeah, but can you imagine how many people died and Superman was a part of that here is like, like invincible. Like, yeah, he's not at the level of Superman in terms of like being able to do his shit properly. But like he, like he was not trying to get like pick a fight in the city. He was just trying to stop his dad. And, or there were also other times he was trying to get the fuck out of there. And no one brought and purposely (laughs) was like, no, if you care about these like insects, I will kill them until they mean nothing to you. And you're just like, and Darcy tactics, the train scene. You guys said it all. I I was sitting here in my spot right here, and like the first time I was watching it, I was like, I was laughing and horrified because I was laughing because I was horrified. I didn't know what else to do because yeah. I was, I was like, area, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, and that wasn't in the co- comic. That was completely. Oh, no, all they showed was Nolan punching him. He hits the city. The city collapses. And then the next panel is he's beating him more in the air. Everything that happened was newly written. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, honestly, like Kirkman is yeah. improving on his work really fucking well. Yeah. And I, I, felt, I felt a little bit of emotion when I read the scene uh, uh like uh, on um uh, on the slopes of, of the mountain but hearing Stephen Young and um uh, JK, JK Simmons. Simmons 
in that last scene when he's yelling at him, he's like, what will you have in 500 years? Oh, and he, he's wow. like, I have you. D- I, you know, I'm going to stop right now because I'm start. i getting teary-eyed right now. I'm not going to start crying on camera. Yo, I'm not going to start crying on camera. That, that moment for Nolan is so like, he's like, he when he says that to him, you can tell he's like, I missed the fucking plot. I missed it. Like, he's like, it's like, we, he's like, you will lose everybody. But the two of us would be here this whole time. If we protected this planet, we'd be doing it together. We'd live through all of this yeah. together. That's the thing that your Viltrumites don't understand. Yeah. And honestly, and then seeing when he flies away, and then yeah. you see the tear come out of his eyes, and you're like, oh, and hit, man. And hit that, hit that camera. Kirkman's like, no, no, we're going to make sure you know he was crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, like, I, I honestly, all three times I watched this episode, all three times that scene made me tear up. Like, and like, I, 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 I like, I can't stop myself. I try to steal. It's like watching the the end of Endgame with like uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. <coughs> yeah, that but, that that hit me like a like a second already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, like, Darcy, you're 100 percent correct. It's a gut punch. Yeah. And honestly, out of all the like like all the comic book movies, all the superhero shows and cartoons, the boys. I accept, and like honestly, Endgame had ten years of setup to make that gut punch. This had seven episodes, and hit me harder emotionally than anything I've ever seen in like any other superhero stuff. This yeah. is, this will be talked about. This like for crying out loud, this should be studied in film class or something or. The, or writing school, or I don't fucking care. Just like make, write essays, write fucking essays about this episode because that this this episode deserves it. Yeah, I I agree. This this like he improved on his work. I like the actors. J.K. Simmons killed it. He killed it. Stephen killed it. Sandra O oh is oh my like God. my 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 favorite actors in this and because i watch i watch Grey's anatomy like i'm a big Grey's anatomy fan okay i've watched like a lot of the show and when she left she was like a big a big gut punch to leaving the show i stopped and, watching after she left that's yeah. how much she was for me and then when i saw that she was in this i'm like you made a good choice like this show for me the all the hardest sell to get somebody who's not like a, a, a <laughs> geek into this is the cartoon part but yeah. this show is beyond most shows that exists in terms of the content within it. Like if you can sell somebody past the things that would normally be the trip ups and they get to that eight, eight episode, they're going to be like, yo, but then you're setting them up for disappointment. Cause like most other show cartoons are not going to live up to this. <laughs> Honestly, oh, all man. you need to do is get them to watch the first episode after that. Like they, they will want to know more, but yeah. like this, this series is more like, it's more realistic than any of the live action stuff we've seen. Yeah, it is so realistic to what being a superhero would be, and mm. you know, like like Tag was saying before about the that arm, right? One, they drew it in a way where it was like it could just been a se- like a simple sever. No, it was torn, and you saw the like the the, the meat. And then I I loved because I've watched this back a few times, but like when he he drops the arm, then he, then his dad comes down, it pans the camera back out, and it puts the arm, then Mark. And then Nolan, and just the visual of like what 
he's like protecting and how he's failing at it and it's just like you chose that moment for us thank you i hate you <laughs> I, I will also have to say like <clears throat> in a lot of uh superhero stuff you see a lot of collateral damage that happens as a result of the fight like they're fighting each other but they're not really paying attention to what's around them and like stuff gets wrecked because of it this was the exact opposite nolan was purposely hitting things on purpose like the ship they had no reason to hit the ship he did that on purpose oh yeah and uh oh man the pilots yeah where's the other one like he says he's like yeah so where'd the other one get off to like that's like his, the other pilots was like you know he's just like gunning it <laughs> and he's like where'd he go I'm like oh. oh oh man like honestly like i just remember like the guy even thanked mark for doing it and then turns around and just smashes his face yeah he, I, th- I oh I thought I was going to die or I didn't think I was going to make it I think he said I don't think I was going to make it and then he falls down behind him he's like oh fuck <laughs> like it's over yeah like oh my god this this series just oh yeah yeah if the they tactics, gave us a quarter any... of these moments it would still be insane yeah tactics any final words uh, regarding the season finale <clears throat> yo second season can't come fast enough man that's all I can say Amen, I need brother. it I need it in my life right now Amen. Like honestly, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, would, so, would you want a live a live action movie? They are doing a live movie? action movie. Seth Rogen is doing a live. He's the one who voices uh, the Cyclops, Alan. He's doing a live action movie. I don't want it. I don't want. I it want. I want, I, I want them like leave it alone. You have it perfect. Stop. Yeah. I yeah, think I, eventually down the line, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a live action adaptation of this but just not right now i think like let this let the cartoon breathe like g- give it its time to shine and then maybe in a couple like you know like 10 10 years from now you know you can revisit this in a live action format i'm worried about what the live action would do because like it, it, like we have what two to two and a half hours to tell a story yeah it doesn't matter we still have the we still have the cartoon if anything yeah i just i think i'll struggle to streamline like a story and still get across his growth even if the story was like the movie's just season one right yeah. like mm-hmm. you would have to cut a lot of events that are part of him learning his powers and you, you end up feeling very rushed because all you have to focus on is the father and him right and the mystery behind that and the terror but but then you lose all of like steven's character growth right everything that mark becomes so all right before we have to go because we got a couple we have like a minute and a half left but like I gotta say, when he was talking about his wife and she was hearing everything, like he compared her to a pet. Pet, yeah. I was Holy. like, damn. I I was afraid he was gonna go that far when he was about to say it. And I'm like, he's he's gonna say pet. He's gonna say pet. Fuck, he said pet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the the part where he's like, I will burn this like this this planet to the ground before I live another minute as an animal. And I'm just like, damn. By the way, before we close out, shout out to Cecil. <laughs> Just shout out to Cecil. <laughs> Cecil, man. <laughs> Every scene, even the him and the Sandra scene, so he's like, try, like, try to make it as right as I can. <sighs> Hard. Yo, that scene where like they go into that room, it's like, yeah, we've put stuff in the water so like the human body and the human eyes can no longer see this, uh, this uh, uh, level of light. Of light. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, well, nonetheless, <laughs> we loved Invincible. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely.
All right. Well, that'll do it for today's podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy. And this is Big Geek Umar. Live long and prosper and like and subscribe.